welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 43, The Haka is Handy, and here's why. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey there, friends. Welcome back for another week. I hope you have had such a great week. I hope you've had such a great day so far. Um, How's your day been? Mine, I slept great last night, which is always a win when you are pregnant at any stage. But for some reason, Mondays are just my days where I am wiped out. And I know it's after the weekend. It makes sense. You know, maybe we go and do more stuff, which I think we do. You know, we go and we go out more and, and I probably wear myself out a little bit, but Mondays I am just wiped out. So I slept so great last night, but I still just like could not get myself going this morning. I found myself still in my jammies. I was getting some work done. Um, But at a certain point, I was just kind of scrolling Instagram. (laughs) Finally, at 11.58 a.m., I was like, I cannot let the clock hit noon while I'm still in my jammies and not ready for the day in any small way. (laughs) So finally, I got myself together. I took my little guy to the park. Just got out and got some fresh air because I could just fill myself kind of moving to that not good space, you know, like, you know, where rest is really great, but then you kind of start to move into like, okay, I'm not moving my body at all. My mind is becoming numb. I'm just scrolling on social media. (laughs) There's a difference between the two. And I found myself moving to not such a good place. So anyway, I got my act together. I may have been recording the podcast now, the day before it airs, but you know what? Who cares, right? If it's done before Tuesday, who cares what time it's done at? It's all good. So I just share that with you to say that whatever your best is today as well, it is good enough. You are doing a great job. You're doing the best you can with the circumstances that you have. And tomorrow, what I like to try a little bit harder (laughs) to get up and get ready before 11.58 a.m. Yeah, that is going to be my goal for tomorrow. But for today, you know what? That's what my body needed. It needed a little bit extra rest. Um, and, And I hope that you just go easy on yourself, even on those hard days, right? Even on those days where you feel like, oh, I didn't get anything done. You know, maybe you can start to feel like some of that mom guilt, you are doing the best that you can. And I know that you are because you are here listening to this podcast. You are here to learn. You are here to educate yourself. You are here to be the best mom that you can be. And guess what? You are. You are the best mom that you can be. So there you go. I want to share today about one of my favorite little gadgets, the Haka. 
Now, I don't... There's not a lot of baby gadgets that I'm in love with, okay? I feel like there is so much stuff on the market. So many baby gadgets and doodads and oh my gosh, just so many things. The list could go on and on and on. You could just do a Google search right now. Search for must-have baby items or um, top baby gadgets of 2020 and you would have enough to fill pages and pages of Google searches. There is no shortage of things that you could buy for your baby. And what I found is that with my first baby, I just registered for things that I thought I needed. I didn't really know. I just, you know, scanned different pacifiers and I don't even know, just like honestly so much, so much junk that I didn't even need. Come to find out my, my baby never even took a pacifier. So I had this plethora of pacifiers to choose from and no baby that even wanted a pacifier. Um, and looking back over the years, there are a few baby gadgets that I really trust and really believe in that I think do such a good job and really pack a punch for every tiny little cent that you spend on that gadget. For example, one thing that I wish I would have bought with my first, which would have been such a good investment because she was, she was a rough baby. I had a hard time bonding with her from the beginning. So what would have not been more perfect than a baby wrap, a baby carrier, a sling, something for me to hold my baby. Instead, I had a cheap swing. <laughs> it was a hand-me-down actually, so it was free to us. It didn't even work. I had to like push it to swing her and then I would hurry and try and get something done and she'd just be crying and crying. And how much smarter would it have been to just strap her to my chest, still had my hands free, to do what I needed to do. And that would have been such a better use of my registry or even my own dollars to invest in something like a baby wrapper, a baby carrier, than a million different types of pacifiers that turns out I was never even going to use. So another little gadget that I really love, I feel like is relatively so inexpensive for the for what it offers is the haka. Now, you probably already know what the haka is because it's very well known. I feel like almost every family that I help with breastfeeding already has one of these on hand. It's it's honestly really rare that I help someone with a personalized pumping plan or a coaching call or whatever it may be. Um, and they don't already have a haka on hand, even moms all over the world. If you don't know what a haka is, you can do a quick little Google search. It's just a simple little device that's made out of a hundred percent food grade silicone. It has a little chamber on the bottom and then it has a flange and the whole thing is very squishy. It's very flexible. It really is a very simple little gadget. There's nothing fancy about it. Um, even on the Haka website, um, it says that it's dishwasher safe, easy to clean, perfect for traveling, cord free, doesn't need to be charged or plugged in. You can just take it anywhere with you. Um, 
It also says on their website, simply suction to your breast and let the pump do the work for you as it draws your milk using suction. These little huckas carry about five ounces at a time. And some of the newer ones even have a little base on the bottom so that it doesn't fall over or spill um, when you're using it. So that explains a little bit about it. And I want to give you my top three tips today about the Hakka since they're so well known and so well used. <laughs> I want to give you my top three tips on them for the most common questions that I see from families who want to use the Hakka but maybe aren't sure how to get started, maybe aren't sure the best way to use their Hakka that they already have on hand because they saw that everybody else had one so they bought one too. <laughs> so here we go. Let's jump into my top three tips on the Hakka and tell you why I think it is so handy. Um, Hakka is not sponsoring this podcast, by the way, <laughs> I just know that this is a gadget that is all over the place. And I thought it would be so useful for you to know these things. Okay. So tip number one is when do I use my Hakka? That's the question I'm going to answer. These, this is going to be more three questions. Okay. And then I'll give you my, my top tips on each one. So number one, when do I use my Hakka? So my answer to that is really you can start using it anytime. You can start using it from birth, but I don't always really push for you to use it from birth necessarily because, listen, I've said this before, those first couple of weeks, those first three to four weeks, I'd say, are learning time, okay? This is when you are trying to perfect your latch. You're just feeding your baby on demand. That is going to take so much time, attention, focus that I don't like to add in extra things on top of it that are going to stress you out and add more stuff to your life. I want those first three to four weeks to be as pure and simple as possible where it's just you and your baby spending time skin to skin, you are offering the breast as much as possible, as frequently as possible. And that's really all you need to focus on. Let's say this is your second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever baby, and latching is going well in the first couple of days, and you want to pull out your haka and try using it, go for it. Whenever you're feeling good and confident, go ahead and add it in. So here's the thing. You can start anytime, but I think the magic zone to use the Hakka is between three weeks and three months. That's the time when you are going to, oh, you're going to really pack a punch and just get every little bit out of your Hakka that you can. So I already explained why I like to wait until three weeks. Okay. Of course, you know, again, you can't introduce it before that, but please please, please, please do not stress yourself out. And you, of course, can use it past three months. Many, many families do use it long-term. But here's what happens. Around three months, your supply starts to regulate. And you don't have so much surplus as you used to before. So a lot of families, they find that they don't get as much out with the Hakka past three months as they did before three months. OK, 
Okay. So that's why I say that's the magic zone (laughs) or three months, but you know, still totally use it past that if you're loving it and you're getting lots of bonus milk. Okay. I kind of got a little bit ahead of myself with question number one. Um, so if you're feeling a little confused, like, wait a minute, what is the Hakka? How exactly do I use this thing? Question number two is going to answer that for you. (laughs) Question number two is how do I use the Hakka? I probably should have started with this one, huh? It's all right. Hindsight's 2020, right? You guys are here. You're still with me. Let's keep going. So let's talk about this little gadget and how you use it. So I kind of already explained what it looks like, but to explain the most common way to use the Hakka, let me give you an example. So let's say it's time to feed your baby and you plan to start on your right breast because last time that you breastfed your baby, you started on your left. So every time you breastfeed, let's say your baby is one month old. Let's say over the last couple of weeks, you've noticed that every time you breastfeed, you can feel your milk letting down. It kind of feels like a little tingling to you and you start hearing swallows from your baby. And also on your other breast, let's say in this example, it's your left breast. Milk just drips all over, makes a mess. So you're always trying to remember to have a breast pad close by, but it just fills up with milk pretty quick. So you always end up throwing it away after a feed. Now you remember that you have your Hakka. So this time you decide you want to try it out and catch that milk instead of just letting it go into your breast pad or making a mess since you could use a little bonus milk and you hate wasting that liquid gold anyway. I mean, we all do, right? No one wants to waste breast milk. So you get all set up to feed your baby. You set your haka close by within an arm's reach. You latch your baby on your right breast like a pro, right? Because your baby's a month old now, like you got it down, things are going well. Then you grab your haka, you give it a little squeeze on that bottom chamber, and you attach it to your other breast. Okay. Now, if side note, if your haka is having some trouble staying on and suctioning, um, you can kind of pull back the flange. You can peel it back, kind of like turning a sombrero hat inside out and then suctioning it on. And then you can flip that flange black back on, but that is not always necessary to do. Okay. All right, let's keep going here. So you um, give it a little squeeze. And since it has some suction to it, not only does it catch what usually fills up your breast pad, but it catches a little bit extra too. Major bonus, right? You finish the breastfeeding on the right side. And then you offer the left breast, of course, right? You always just offer. Maybe your baby doesn't want it, but you always just offer. Usually don't leak much on the second side, but you figure you might as well suction on your haka again. In the end, you end up catching 30 milliliters or one ounce total of breast milk. Woohoo! You throw it in the fridge because it's not quite enough to freeze in a storage bag yet. It's not quite enough for one full feed, but after a couple more times of using your Hakka while you breastfeed, you have enough for a full feed. 
just by using your haka with little or no extra effort, you already have a full, um, a full storage bag of breast milk for your baby. Okay. So I know what you're thinking. (laughs) Isn't that taking away breast milk from my baby? And here's the thing. You're not necessarily taking away the milk from your baby. Your breasts work on a supply and demand system. The more milk that is removed, the more milk that you make. So if you were to do this for every single feed throughout the day, you would start to notice your milk supply increasing. Now, that's why you may not want to do this for every single feed of the day, especially if you are prone to oversupply. You're going to be you're going to want to be really really careful with your haka because it can push you into oversupply. Now, if you are just needing a little bit of bonus milk, a little bit for your freezer stash maybe, you don't have to do this for every feed, especially for the night feeds, right? You just relax and rest. You don't have to worry about attaching your haka every single time. So you can do it as little or as often as you want. But of course, again, be careful if you notice yourself pushing into oversupply. Okay. Question number three that I hear so often is, doesn't my haka only catch four milk? Okay. Let's break this down a little bit first. If you just heard me say four milk and you're like, wait, what is that again? (laughs) Let me explain. Four milk, all that means is the first milk out of your breasts. That's all it means. And, you know, on the other end of that, there's something called hind milk. And all that means is the last milk out of your breast. So simple, right? (laughs) So we have the first milk and then we have the last milk. But overall, I want you to not get so caught up on the terms for milk and hind milk. Because while you're feeding, there's no magic line that you cross from for milk to hind milk. Think of it more like a gradual increase in fat as your breast drains, kind of like a sunrise. Okay. It's a gradual switch. There's no magic line where it's only for milk and then all of a sudden it's only hind milk. All breast milk contains fat your breasts only make one kind of milk. And of course, if you are wanting to catch a little bit more of that fatty milk, just leave your haka attached a little bit longer. So easy, right? So again, don't get so caught up in four milk and hind milk, especially, especially, especially if you are mostly breastfeeding your baby. Even if your baby gets a feeding with just, um, milk caught from your haka that may be a little bit lower in fat, overall your baby is going to be just fine. It's not going to be a problem. Now, if you are exclusively uh, pumping and feeding your baby that milk, then yes, you would want to make sure that you're fully draining your breast so that you're getting that good fat at the end. Does that make sense? Again, if you are mostly breastfeeding, don't get so caught up in the foremilk and hind milk. If you are noticing some strange things like your baby is having green, frothy looking poop, then that's when you talk to an IBCLC about getting more fat to your baby. But most of you are going to be just fine with using your haka, giving that milk that you catch in in your haka and giving it to your baby in a bottle or a cup or or however you want to feed your baby. It's not going to be a problem. 
I always say, let's not make it a problem <laughs> unless it actually is. And this absolutely applies to that. All right. So are you feeling good about those top three tips answering the questions? When do I use my haka? How do I use it? And does my haka only catch four milk? I hope so. We covered lots of good stuff today, but I want to give you one last little bonus. Did you know that your haka can be used to clear up milk blebs? Let me explain what milk blebs are. You have tiny little pore openings on the end of your nipple where the milk comes out. Sometimes a tiny little piece of skin can cover one of those milk openings where the milk exits your breast and kind of clog up that area. So if you ever notice a white spot on the end of your nipple, first of all, you can go back and listen to one of my earlier episodes where I explain what are these white spots on my nipple <laughs> and you can pinpoint if this truly is a milk blood. And if you say, yes, this is a milk blood, that is what's going on. After you listen to my earlier episode, then here's what you're going to do. You are going to take your lovely little haka the next time you get in the shower and you are going to fill it up with warm water from your shower. You also are going to have some Epsom salt close by before you get into the shower or, you know, just yell out to your, your significant other and say, Hey, will you bring me the Epsom salt? <laughs> if you forget to grab it before you get in the shower you are going to take one tablespoon of Epsom salt. You're going to drop it in that haka. You're going to give it a little squeeze and you're going to suction it onto your breast. So that warm water mixed with the Epsom salt is immersed all around your nipple. Okay. Your nipple is completely immersed in water. <laughs> I said that a little weird the first time. So what that does is kind of help to open up the skin that's covering the end of your nipple so that the milk can come out. And if you want to see some really cool, cool videos, you can go to Haka's um, Instagram page and they have some videos where moms who, who have this suction onto their breasts are recording and you can actually see the bleb open up the string of milk where it was clogged come out into the Haka and clear out. And oh my gosh. Those mamas are feeling like a million bucks again. So good. Are you feeling good and confident about your haka? Are you ready to use that little baby and put it to good use? Please don't let it sit on your nightstand gathering dust. <laughs> put that little baby to use and uh, make it work for you because it has so, so many good uses. Listen, before I let you go... I have a question for you. I am wondering if you would be willing to share your, your win for today. What was your win for today as a mom? What was some tiny little area where you felt like you did a great job? Now you might be like me and you might say something like, Hey, I got dressed and ready for the day before noon today. <laughs> and I'm going to say that is so, so great. I just want to have an episode, maybe multiple episodes here on this podcast where I talk about and celebrate your wins with all the mamas who are listening. So listen, would you do me a favor and send me a short little email to brie at breezybabies.com or would you shoot me a DM and just say, hey, here was my win for the day. 
And if you're feeling extra confident, um, here's what I would really love. If you have an Apple phone, pull up your voice memo, record yourself talking about your mom win and email it over to me to brie at breezybabies.com. I'll put my email in the show notes, by the way, so that you can have it available. And listen, here's the thing. If you just heard me say, record your voice memo and send it over and you thought, oh no, (laughs) there is no way that I am doing that. I don't have anything interesting enough to say. No one wants to hear from me. I'm not good at speaking. Listen, I just want to tell you right now, I also have said every single one of those things to myself a million times over. Pretty much every time I come to record this podcast, in fact. And you know what? I just do it anyway, because I know that the tips that I share here can be helpful. And I know that I can't do this without putting myself out there. And I love hearing how much it's helping each of you. So that is what keeps me going. And I know I don't say things perfectly and have the most perfectly recorded podcast, but it doesn't matter. This is how I am and this is how I show up. And I would love to hear from you exactly as you are as well. So go at it. Share your mom wins with me, whatever they may be. Maybe you met one of your breastfeeding goals. Maybe you met a a goal that you had with self-care. Maybe you drank a lot of water today. (laughs) Whatever it is, I want to hear about it. And just to finish off, I'm going to tell you, you are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. You are a good friend to all. Have a great week. You are so amazing, mama. And we'll talk to you next Tuesday. 